What those SMTP error codes mean and why you should care, especially about 550. SMTP codes can be so confusing, especially those SMT response codes and SMTP error codes like the dreaded SMTP error 550. These are often returned in bounced email, such as 550 requested action not taken, mailbox unavailable, or 550-521 mail from refused spam site. They are in response to SMTP commands that have gone wrong between your email server that sent the email and the receiving email server that is unable to deliver it or refuses to deliver it for some reason. But what exactly do they mean? Why should you care? And what should you do? And why do we say that SMTP error code 550 is dreaded? SMTP error codes and what they mean. First, SMTP stands for Simple Mail Transfer Protocol. It is the way that your sending email server connects with the email server on the other end. Here is a general list of SMTP error codes and what each message is supposed to say and mean. 211, a system status message. 214, a help message for a human reader follows. 220, SMTP service ready. 221, service closing. 250, requested action taken and completed. 251, the recipient is not local to the server, but the server will accept and forward the message. 252. The recipient cannot be verified, but the server accepts the message and attempts delivery. 354. Start message input and end with. This indicates that the server is ready to accept the message itself. 421. The server is not available and the connection will be closed. 450. The requested command failed because the user's mailbox was unavailable, such as being full. Try again later. 451. The command has been aborted due to server error on their side. 252. The command has been aborted because the server has insufficient storage, system storage. And of course, the 500 series of SMTP error codes, which are the SMTP error codes to which you, as a general email sender, will most often see and to which you need to pay attention. Unfortunately, many receiving systems seem to mix and match these error messages rather than adhering to the prescribed message code meeting. IANA has a full comprehensive list of SMTP error codes and what they all mean. The good news is that the SMTP error messages you need to worry about as an email sender are really primarily limited to just a few, i.e. those in the 500 plus range. And of those, the ones that you really need to worry about are the ones in the 550 range, i.e. 550 to 559. And of those, by far the most common one and the one that as a sender you will see most often and to which you must pay immediate attention is the 550 SMTP error code, which can range from user not found to mailbox unavailable to any number of other similar variations, but which for you, dear email sender, should almost always be read to mean, remove this email address from your mailing list immediately. On the other hand, your mail server administrator should care deeply about many more of these codes, 
However, we assume that if they are administrating your outbound mail server, they are already familiar with them. So back to that 550 error code. Almost always when you get an email bounced back or inserted in your mail log with a 550 error code, it means that the receiving system could not deliver your email to the user to whom it was addressed because the mailbox is unavailable. Almost always, this means that the inbox either no longer exists or that it never existed. Why would you have an email address on your mailing list that has never existed? Well, there could be a lot of reasons, including that someone entered it wrong or that someone intentionally entered a fake email address into your system, such as when you require a user to divulge an email address in order to receive a download, etc. Regardless of how it ended up on your mailing list, if you send a mailing to it, it tells the receiving system one sure thing, that you don't confirm email addresses before adding them to your mailing list. And if you continue to send email to that same non-existent email address after receiving the 550 message that the mailbox doesn't exist, it tells the receiving system that not only you don't confirm email addresses, but that you don't care very much about list hygiene i.e. that you don't maintain your mailing list according to best practices either. And having determined this, very soon those receiving systems, including inbox providers and other ISPs, will simply stop delivering your email to the inbox, first diverting it to the junk folder, and then not delivering it at all, and then perhaps even blocking all of your email. Now, it's possible that a mailbox will be unavailable because a user has let their inbox get full. And we often get asked whether, because of that possibility, it's okay to not remove an email address which has returned a 550 error. Think about this. In this day and age of nearly unlimited email storage, nearly all ISPs now offer multiple gigs of email storage. Just how inactive does a user have to be in order for their inbox to fill up? And even if they are going to come back someday and clear out their inbox, do you think that they're really gonna stop and read your email? Or will they delete it unopened and unread, creating even more problems for you? The bottom line is, why hang on to an email address that belongs to a user who will never be a positive asset for you and can only cause you trouble? So the next time that an email that you send bounces back, take a good look at the information in the bounce message and take the appropriate action based on that message. And don't forget to check your mail logs for bounce messages too. P.S. If you are actually receiving bounce messages that include mail from refused spam site or a similar message, the odds are good that your mail already has been block listed and you'll need to deal with that immediately. For more information, visit us at gettotheinbox.com.